God is good. And all the time, when we look at the table behind me, God is always good. We are going to take a moment now as a church family to practice what's called the ordinance of humility. Something that our master Jesus taught us as disciples to do as he did in the upper room. To live a life of humility before each other because we live life humbly before our King and our God and our Lord. And so if you're visiting with us today, we invite you to join us or if you just would like to observe or if you would like to just stay here in the sanctuary, there will be some music. But we will have a time to wash one another's feet. Um, The men will meet in the kindergarten room, the ladies in the junior Sabbath school room, and families and couples can wash each other's feet in the fellowship hall. But I want to encourage us at this time to know that this is a, a a wonderful opportunity for us to get down on our knees and to remember that we are all equal at the foot of the cross and that it's by grace alone that we can know Jesus Christ and our God. So may God be with you now as you enjoy this blessing with each other. What an honor it is to gather together at the Lord's Supper. And today, as we, before we partake of the Lord's Supper together, I want to speak a little bit from Psalm 23. We're going to start a new journey together for about the next five weeks out of this psalm. And I want to just prepare our hearts for the feast, if you will, of Psalm 23 for the next several weeks. I don't know what your experience is with Psalm 23, but it seems like almost everybody knows about Psalm 23. Christian, non-Christian, it, it seems to pop up in different places. And as I think about my own journey as a child, I have fond memories of a, of a nightlight that I had growing up. Um, I didn't like the dark a whole lot as a child. And so my parents got this wonderful little nightlight of Jesus as the shepherd that, that would light up and, and all the lights would be off and, and Jesus would be lit up as my shepherd. And I would look at this light as I fell asleep. I still have that nightlight. I don't use it, but I still have it. Um, the staff is broken and but it it still works, and it's a wonderful reminder for me. And of course, as I grew up in the years, I started seeing Psalm 23 pop up at at a particular happening. Any guess what that would be? Funerals. I noticed every time I went to a funeral, Psalm 23 was read, or it was in the program, and, and oftentimes it's there because it's there to give us comfort, especially as we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, and we fear no evil. But I would like to suggest to us today that Psalm 23, while it may be a comfort in difficult times, and especially at times of loss and grief, Psalm 23 is meant to experience life, experience profound living, rich fulfillment under the shepherd's care, to live life with Jesus as our shepherd. Now, we've probably memorized the psalm in different ways, but I would like for us to hear it recited uh, by a child in a very wonderful way. Okay, the Lord is my shepherd. I'm looking at the camera while I'm doing the Bible work. Okay, good. Why don't you look at the camera? Oh, too? okay. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in one. He makes me lay down in green ventures. He leads me to quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me a path of righteousness for his name today. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you know it will for your with me. Your rod and your staff, they come with me. Surely, 
Surely, prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Now my head, you anoint my head with oil. Surely, my cup. My cup, okay. <laughs> my cup overflows. Surely, yes. Surely, goodness will follow me all the days of my life. goodness and love. Surely, goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. <laughs> Don't you just love that? I just want to get to the surely part. I know a lot of stuff's good, but surely, goodness and mercy, they're going to follow me, right? They're going to follow me the rest of my days of my life. And I love, I love the way she says forever. Did you see the twinkle in her eye and the confidence? Forever. Psalm 23. What a wonderful gift from God to us to remind us that we can experience heaven on earth. You see, when God created us, when God created humanity, he created us to live under his reign forever. There was never any intention that a human being would ever live outside of the reign of God. But it happened, didn't it? And so God, our heavenly shepherd, said, I'm going to take care of the situation so that my sheep can be back under my reign again. And so Jesus, the good shepherd, came and, and bore the cross so that every human being who ever exists could have the opportunity to enter back into the reign of God and to trust him as their God and their king. You see, there's wonderfully, uh, what I'd like to say, warm, fuzzy images that go with shepherd and sheep. You know, there's comforting, nurturing images. And we're going to look at some of those things. But, but what I want to have us think about today is that when when a Jew would hear the 23rd Psalm, they would understand it mostly in a way, not just pastorally speaking, but politically and religiously. You see, because every leader that was over the Israelites were considered shepherds. God referred to them as shepherds, and he got upset with the shepherds because they weren't caring for the people. And so if you want some good Sabbath afternoon reading, look at Ezekiel chapter 34. I'm not going to take the time to read it right now. But look at Ezekiel 34 and you'll see the conversation, the words that God speaks to Ezekiel to tell the people how frustrated he is with the shepherds because his people are not being taken care of. And he says, I then myself will be their shepherd. I will. And so when Jesus came to earth, he said those beautiful words, I am the good shepherd. I've arrived. The kingdom of God is here. I am the good shepherd, and the sheep know my voice, and I know theirs, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I lay my life down for the sheep. What a shepherd. What a shepherd you and I have. The good shepherd. You see, when we say God is good all the time, and all the time God is good, that's not fluff. Our shepherd is good all the time. And the emblems behind me remind us of that. That our shepherd came. That he came to give us life again. That he laid down his life for us. He came 
so we could experience the reign of God again over our lives. And so when I say the Lord is my shepherd, yes, he's there in a pastoral sense. He's there to care for me as a sheep. But when I say the Lord is my shepherd, I also say he is my king. He is my God. You see, the Hebrew word for shepherd didn't just ta- doesn't just mention someone taking care of sheep. It actually means to rule. To rule with genuine care and concern. So when I say the Lord is my shepherd, I say the Lord is the ruler of my life. And when God is ruler of my life, I experience heaven. Now we oftentimes think, when I would talk for weeks of prayer and, and the kids would want to talk about heaven, it would be like, what do we get to do in heaven? Are we going to be able to play baseball in heaven? Are we still going to be able to date girls in heaven? Are we going to be able to do all these types of things? But heaven is where God reigns. And if God reigns in the hearts of people and his sheep on earth, we get to experience a lot of heaven on earth. Because when God reigns over our heart, we begin to experience the things that he talked about. The peace beyond understanding. The joy, the patience, the kindness, and the love. Because our God reigns. We're going to be starting a a seminar, as many of you know, in Revelation with John Pauline. And I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be profoundly rich. And I'm really looking forward to being blessed by what he has to say but I'll tell you, I'm kind of a big picture guy. I lose some of the details. That's why I'm blessed to have a staff, you know, of people that, that really pay attention to details. But as I understand Revelation, in a nutshell, God reigns. God reigns. The King of kings and the Lord of lords, He reigns. And it's written for His church to know that no matter what you go through, no matter how much the dragon attacks, never doubt that I reign. I am the king. And when it's all said and done, my reign is for eternity. And so the good news of the 23rd Psalm, the Lord is my shepherd king. He reigns. And when he reigns, all the other things happen. I can lie down in green pastures beside the still waters. My soul can be restored. He can lead me in paths of righteousness. He can lead me through the valley of the shadow of death. He can, all these types of things, because I trust my king. He is my king, my provision. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep, and they know me, just as the Father and I know each other, and I lay down my life for the sheep. The communion table reminds us that our God reigns in his body and in his blood. The good shepherd provides justification, sanctification, salvation, new creation, resurrection, no condemnation, mercies that are new every morning. With sheep, this is impossible. But with the shepherd king, it's all possible. I'd like to invite Pastor Ken to join me up here this afternoon as we share with each other in the life of our shepherd and our king. As we 
share in the emblems together, I would like to ask each of us to intentionally contemplate Jesus as our shepherd king. And we as his sheep, thinking about the very fact that our Lord Jesus Christ as our shepherd king is more than competent and able to care for us. Behold the man upon a cross, my 
I've asked Pastor Ken to ask the blessing on the bread and the juice this morning. Father in heaven, we are grateful this morning for the opportunity we have to gather together around this table. We spent this, some time this morning thinking about you as the good shepherd with images of a shepherd gathering his, sheeps on, his sheep together on green hillsides and in restful, restorative places. But we also come this morning aware that not all the hillsides that you gathered sheep together on were green and restful. There was a dark and dusty hill uh, surrounded by crosses and with a very different feel that also had to do with you being our shepherd. And this morning we hold in our hands the symbols of your broken body, your shed blood, the extent to which your love was willing to go to be our shepherd. And for that this morning, Lord, we are grateful and we ask your blessing on these emblems as we partake of them now and allow that realization to become a part of our bodies and our lives. So we pray again for your blessing on these emblems now of your broken body and your shed blood. We ask in Jesus' name. I invite you to take the bread and know that the Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, I invite you to take the cup. And after supper, he took the cup. And Jesus said, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me.
Lloyd Douglas, author of The Robe and other novels, attended college. He lived in a boarding house. And in that boarding house downstairs was a retired music professor who was wheelchair-bound. And each morning, Lloyd would go downstairs, and he would knock on the door, and he would ask the same question. He would say, well, what's the good news today? And the retired music professor would take this tuning fork and tap it on his wheelchair, and he would say, that's middle C. That's middle C. It was middle C yesterday. It will be middle C tomorrow, and it will be middle C a thousand years from now. He says, the tenor upstairs sings flat. The piano across the hall is out of tune. But my friend, that is middle C. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Middle C for life as we know it. There is nothing truer, no truer word spoken to humanity than that Jesus Christ, the good shepherd, has come. The Lord is our shepherd. We shall not be in want. God bless you.